Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On today, I wanted us to focus on government as we get closer to Juneteenth and pausing as a country in the United States to recognize so much damage that's been done. And I pray that this recognition as it grows throughout the years, that it will continue to change the trajectory of not only our country, but globally how we treat one another. So today we're looking at Proverbs 29 verse 18. A nation without God's guidance is a nation without order. Happy are those who keep God's law. And I also actually want to back up and look at verse 4 as well. Because verse 4 says, When the king is concerned with justice, the nation will be strong. But when he's only concerned with money, he will ruin his country. And I'm not going to get into Juneteenth and the history of Juneteenth because we will definitely not be under 10 minutes. But I do want to say this. That verse 4, to me, um, it really makes me reflect on everything that was happening at the time that the Civil War was being fought and at the time where the country was debating whether or not slavery should be legal. And I will never in all of my life ever understand why anyone thought enslaving another human being made sense. But that's just the way my brain works. I will never, ever be able to comprehend that. Um, And so I really like verse 4, Proverbs 29, verse 4. When it says, when the king is concerned with justice, the nation will be strong. But when he's only concerned with money, he will ruin his country. Because a lot of people are taught in history that like the Civil War was to end slavery. When in reality, so much of what was going on in the United States, and still what's going on in the United States, is really about money. Um, So much of systemic racism is about power and control and money and hatred and evil. But it also goes back to money. And so... Focusing on verse 18, which is really our focus for today. A nation without God's guidance is a nation without order. Happy are those who keep God's law. I think about how the more government gets further and further and further away from the word of the Lord, the more lacking there is in order. And we know, especially in the United States, that we've had more and more gun violence in the past, I don't know, month and a half than I think we've ever seen. And... It's heartbreaking because the rich continue to get richer and the poor continue to struggle. And if you really root and ground yourself in the wisdom of God's word, God's word is constantly talking about taking care of the poor. God's word is even actually talking about taking care of the foreigner. So nowhere in God's word does it say you lock up your borders and you don't let people in. (laughs) That's not in the Bible. And I'm not trying to be political. I'm just trying to say that if we are operating out of love, remember Jesus tells us to love our enemies even, if we are operating out of the wisdom that God has for us, then I truly believe that we will see blessings in government, that we will see God um, pouring out prosperity in ways that we can't even imagine. So I want to make this life applicable for us, not just about government. Think about a time in your life, we're going to pause and reflect about when you tried to do things your way and not in God's way. And we'll be right back. (music) 
So as I paused and reflected, I thought about um, how I can apply this to my own life, right? And I think about how a nation without God's guidance is a nation without order. Happier those who keep God's law. When I've lived my own life the way I thought made sense to me, um, and I did whatever I wanted, <laughs> and I wasn't operating out of God's wisdom, um, I found myself in trouble. <laughs> I found myself frustrated and aggravated and it was then at that point when I was frustrated and aggravated that I would realize oh I haven't asked your opinion on any of this have I Jesus and so I know we've spent this whole week reflecting on words of wisdom from God we've had words of wisdom of success for happiness for parenting and now for governing and I want us to think about governing in our lives not just the government I know I started out talking about the government um, but I want us to think about How are we applying God's words of wisdom to govern our own lives? Because we need government in our lives. And I don't necessarily mean political government. I mean, like, we need something to lead us and to guide us. You know, I see, um, sometimes I see vans or trucks on the road, and it says something about their speed is, um, their speed is, is controlled by a governor. And I never understood that, what that meant. Like, I always thought governor was like, you know, a human being in charge of, government. (laughs) But then I learned that a governor is actually, um, it could be a noun. It could be, well, it's a noun anyway, but I mean, it could be an object and it could be something that's placed inside the car inside. Um, I don't actually know if it's the engine or where it's placed, but it's placed somewhere that prevents the car from exceeding certain speeds. And so like, even in the case of an emergency, the car would not be able to go any faster or the truck or the bus or whatever, um, because of the governor. And I think about how God is our governor, right? Like he is the one who is governing our lives. He's the one that's ruling over our lives and controlling, not controlling, like manipulating, but giving us boundaries. Like you can only go so far and then God's going to be like, "Mm, nope, that's not safe. That's not good. That's not healthy. That's not going to benefit you or anybody else. And I think about how we need to be mindful of what God's doing to govern in our lives. And there's no way that God can govern our lives and lead and guide us if we're not spending time in prayer, if we're not spending time reading his word, if we're not spending time with like-minded believers, sharing our testimonies, because these are all listening to sermons, because these are all ways that God governs our lives. And that he's, and I don't mean, again, I can't stress this enough. It's not a rulership thing. I mean, yeah, God rules over our lives, but I'm talking about the structure that God places in our lives, the wisdom that God blesses us with so that we can be led and guided by him to live our best, holiest, hot mess lives. So as we end this week thinking about and reflecting on and walking through words of wisdom for us, um, I really pray that we will be more mindful to be rooted and grounded in God in new ways in our lives, whatever that looks like. If it looks like journaling while you read the Word of God, if it looks like um, praying while you read the Word of God, whatever it looks like for you, um, I pray that this has been a blessing for you. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you for your words of wisdom. Thank you, Lord, that you bless us with words of wisdom for every aspect of our lives, for success and for happiness, for parenting and for governing, Lord. I pray, Father God, that all governments everywhere will look to your word to lead and guide them, Lord God, that they will be gracious and merciful to their constituents, Lord God, and that they will not be oppressive, Lord God, or prejudiced, Lord God. 
Father God, I pray that as we look to you to govern and lead our lives, Lord God, that we will root and ground ourselves in your wisdom, Lord God, that we will make decisions based on what you want for our lives, Lord God, and that we will continue to grow in our capacity to live our holiest, hot mess lives because we are putting you first. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest, hot mess lives. God bless.